Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Open Shutter, another Wednesday evening, and I have the pleasure of welcoming uh, Toronto area photographer uh, Wes Jackson to the program. So a huge thanks to uh, Wes for taking the time and chatting about uh, his photography and journey. Uh, we actually met like a few weeks ago at a Fashion Forward event uh, at the Vision Room, and I just thought that, uh, I don't know, I just thought that Wes would, would be really good for the podcast. I think he has a lot of good insights, a lot of good uh, thoughts and observations and approaches, so I'm sure he can help us out with uh, our own kind of creative journey so a huge thanks again for Wes if you if this is your first time stumbling upon this show and you don't know exactly what it is try to do this show as much as I can and bringing on different people that make different things and we can chat about uh, that kind of stuff because sometimes you learn something and uh, sometimes it helps so uh, yeah follow us on Open Shutter YouTube on Instagram for all the show details Spotify wherever this thing goes and uh, yeah Wes I, I don't want to take up too much of your time man so thanks again for taking uh, the time and uh, before we go any further, just curious, do you, do you prefer Wes or Wesley? Oh, I go by Wes. Yeah, Wes is okay. Okay, just curious. Uh, my, my grandfather was Wesley. Uh, okay. Thank you for the introduction and thank you for the invitation. Yeah. Uh, funny yeah. enough, I actually ran into Brian McGowan on yeah. my way here today. Uh, oh, did you? So, yeah, uh, one of the organizers that Fashion Forward yeah. event that you're referring to. So yeah, it's kind of a small world as you get to know people in the creative industry and in the creative community yeah. here. And I'm from Brampton. Uh, which is yes, Toronto area, but uh, Brampton proud. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it's a pleasure meeting you at the event, and uh, I appreciate reaching out for this. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I guess first of all, like, how did like how did you find the event? Like at like at the vision room? Like, we're like, were you were, were you, like were you happy with the shots and everything? Or oh, I, I am. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, you know, call a space bay. There, there was a little bit of chaos, and yeah, a little uh, bit. And bit. so that that was part of the fun for me, though, um, yeah. because I'm, you know, like you say, I'm I'm. It, it was a new type of event for me, and I did not know what to expect. So, mm. frankly, uh, had I been there and literally everyone knew what they were doing, exactly when, exactly how, and I was the one person fumbling, I would have yeah. felt like a complete idiot. But there were at least two or three people who were equally fumbling, so that really put yeah, me yeah. at ease. Uh, yeah, that, you know, I wasn't an outcast who didn't belong. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what, honestly, my favorite thing when I'm talking to people, whether it's you know clients in my day job uh, or just people out in the community that I meet, I, I like to get past those barriers and yeah. sometimes chaos is that icebreaker that you need. Right, you know? right. Because we all kind of share the same kind of experience. Exactly. And so right. if if somebody is, uh, you know, being overly formal because they, they feel they need to, you know, act, you know, a certain level of formality, yeah. it, sometimes it's tough to get through those barriers. And so when yeah. when it is casual and it is a little bit unstructured, you can get people laughing, you can get people yeah. talking. And, mm. and part of what I like about photography is is capturing the essence of people and of things and yeah. so when when you get past artificial barriers that's what you're getting to yeah so to me it played to my personal likes and my personal strengths i could see yeah. someone who's a very a-type personality may have been aggravated by some of that chaos but right. hey right. you know we, we each we each bring our own uh, personality yeah. to the table so yeah yeah because i guess i guess i mean it's, it's just human nature that we kind of just have our guards up sometimes Mm -hmm. And having that kind of like environment where there's just so much going on and you're kind of, I, I guess, I guess it helps people like get their guard down a little bit just because like there was just so much happening that's, Hey, maybe I can just have like, ha like have a little bit of fun, I guess, eh? instead of just being so formal and so like on point uh, all, all the time. Yeah. Now the con of course is there were, there were a few models that I didn't get a chance to work with and yeah. I reached out to some of them on Instagram to say, you know, sorry, I missed you. I, I was making my best effort. Uh, and there yeah, were a few yeah. photographers there that I kind of wanted to tap on the shoulder and, you know, mm -hmm. tell them, you know, I've, I've been checking out your Instagram. I really like this. I really like that. I had some questions mm -hmm. for some of them. Didn't get a chance to ask them, but you know what, there'll be other opportunities. And yeah. so I'm just looking forward to that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the great thing about doing meetups is just being able to like connect with people in real life in real time. And that's right? how I got to know uh, Brian, who was uh, yeah. sort of my introduction to that meetup world was through yeah. a, a mutual friend by the name of Mike. Mike is like, yeah. oh, you got to meet my 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 friend Brian. He does these meetups. They're always meeting in downtown Brampton. They're always doing this. They're yeah. always doing that. And yeah. I took him up on an invitation. He introduced us. And now, you know, it's opened up these opportunities. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. you got to be open to it sometimes. And go you never know where it's and... going to go. And like, exactly. my thing is, like, you never know where it's going to go. Like, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know what's going to happen. 
Like it just, it could be the most simplest thing. And you, and sometimes it doesn't happen right away. Sometimes it doesn't happen that day. Something might happen like weeks from that event where you might get a message from someone, right? Like you never, you just never know. Yep, exactly. So. And, uh, you know, for, for instance, you and I, um, we, we only got to exchange a few words here and there, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, it led me to checking out your channel and uh, yeah. checking you out on Spotify. And yeah. now, cause oh. you know, I have an office up in Orangeville. So now you're in my uh, Orangeville commute rotation. So oh my God. some of your episodes oh my in more God. detail. I'm in a rotation. That is like next yeah. level for me. My God. Okay. That's cool. That's what I mean. Like you just never know. Like that's just the power of the internet is like, you never know who's listening. You never know who's watching. You never know who's scrolling. You just, I don't know. You just, to me, it's like, you just gotta keep putting yourself out there. And I think meetups is a great way to put, like put yourself out there. Right. So it's, it's hundred percent agree. Big. You know, it's pretty big. So, I mean, just curious, like how did you get into, into photography in the first place? Like have, like, have you always been like a, Photography so, yeah. or, you know. so my my first introduction was a uh, grade 11 it was actually a, a journalism class in high school mm. uh local high school here in brampton turner fenton and yeah. uh you know we had the old you know film cameras obviously and yeah. so part of the journalism course was you know learning to use the camera learning to use the darkroom uh university days yeah. um i had uh, a fuji film one megabyte digital camera Okay. And I would go all around the town with that thing. And uh, I still have some of those photos. Um, cool, eh? You know, you, you can't blow them up. They're only one megabyte. But yeah. it is what it is. And uh, it's great. So I have all these great photos from London that I, I still look at from time to time, even though yeah. they are these like little, you know, by today's standards, they might as well be an 8-bit image for how rough they are. Sure. But sure. Uh, then, you know, it's in my professional career. I was able to, because I'm a lawyer by day. So yeah. at a certain point, you know, I, I started off doing criminal law and litigation. So yeah. that was all the excuse I needed to go buy a camera because I could write it off. Like, oh yeah, I got to, I got to right. take photos of my clients. I gotta, if there's a slip and fall, I got to be able to go take photos, yeah. right? Write it off. That's so, true. Uh, I picked so. up, you know, a, a Canon Rebel from Costco and just, you know, I, I tripped around Love with it. the kit lens for a few years uh, until I got into, you know, when mirrorless first came out, I picked up an Olympus mirrorless. Yeah. And uh, that's yeah. the camera that I shoot with today when I'm shooting color. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, just last year, you know, I picked up a, a dedicated black and white sensor camera, which is my, yeah. my sort of my, my true passion is black and white photography. So this uh -huh. monochrome uh -huh. camera is my go-to, but I, I yeah. do shoot color as well. Yeah. What do you love about black and white then? Like what's like, what's the allure to it? it it's just the aesthetic that I really yeah. enjoy. So, you know, coming up, I grew up in Heart Lake and all through Heart Lake yeah. is the Etobicoke Creek uh, River system. And we always right. had dogs. We'd have these, uh, you know, golden retrievers. We'd have, a, we had a King Shepherd. So we'd take these nighttime walks. Uh, so I'd go, you know, by Loafers Lake, I'd follow the creek, you know, two, three kilometers, turn around, come back. And to me, one of the most beautiful aesthetics, especially in the winter, is the yellow street, you know, municipal street lamps right. shining through the leaves, uh, sorry, right. a, a tree with no leaves on it. You see that at yeah. night, so you're just seeing the yellow branches and the, yeah, the yeah. intricacies and the details. It's just an aesthetic that I've always just found personally very mm. pleasing. Mm. And so black and white to me, that's the medium uh, that lets you focus on detail. You know, you, right. you're getting rid of the distractions. Like I, I really like macro photography. Mm. Um, I really love, you know, even when I'm like YouTube tutorials on how to sketch, you know, when yeah. you're just sketching the eye and you're zoomed in on the eye, like that to me is just, uh, you know, it gets my creative juices going. So with black and white, you take away all the distractions. You can really focus on detail work. So yeah, I really, yeah. really like that stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Cause I think black and white has its own vibe, right? There's just a vibe to it. I find, especially for me, it's like, especially when it's like during events or even like things like weddings, when it's in black and white, looks really nice, you know? Yeah, there, there, there's there's a certainly a built-in timelessness feel to yeah, a well-done black and white photography. Now, yeah. listen, I and I have hundreds of them in my memory cards. Bad yeah. black and white is terrible. Yeah. It's just a gray blotted mess, and you know, it, it's uh, there's a lot that ends up on the cutting room floor. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. when you pull off a, a nice crisp black and white image, it's just you know, chef's kiss. Right. Uh, and you know, you can render it in sepia. You can render it with blue tones yeah. without yeah, losing yeah. that stuff. Uh, hmm. so, so one of my favorite things with, with just, just with my iPhone, and this is a good little homework project for your listeners. Yeah. yeah. If you're right. out walking at night, now remember safe neighborhoods, uh, you're sure. out walking at night and, and you're on a, a dark stretch of path. 
just turn on your 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 iPhone, whatever phone you got, um, and set it to the black and white setting. Yeah. And then as you approach a streetlight, just watch yourself come into focus in the light and some of the stark shadows and contrasts. Yeah. You get some really, really great photos that way. Yeah. Um, and okay. it's super easy to do. And, uh, yeah. you know, so, so, like I say, you know, I, I have dogs to this day and, you, and you're out walking them. You got to entertain yourself. And photography sure. is one of those things. And so yeah, nighttime black and white photography, especially great way to pass the time as you're walking the dogs. Yeah. It gives a reason to leave the house. It gives a reason to walk the dogs more. It gives a reason to, you know, it's a great way to practice, right? To me, it's like, especially with like, especially when you're starting with photography, like it's really important just to like do it as much as possible and like have like a discipline to it, right? Because it's so, it's so easy not to do it. Oh, hundred percent. So if, I don't know if you ever heard this theory or read about this theory where they talk about, you know, mastery is achieved after, and I forget the number, whether it's 10,000 hours or 30,000 hours. hours. Um, You know, it's same thing with photography. You take 10,000 photos, your 10,000th photo is going to be better than the first photo. Yeah. It just will be because you're, you, you, you develop an instinctive, you know, framing of your shots, a a distinctive, uh, sorry, an instinctive sense of, where do I want to focus? Where's my depth of field? I have so many memory cards full of photos that have no subject. I mean, it's, it's a great scene, but there's no yeah. subject in the photo. So you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, that's great. It's in focus. Good for you. Yeah. But yeah. What, what am I supposed to be looking at? Yeah. Um, and, and it took me, I don't know, a good two, three years to, to just remember when I'm framing up my shots, yeah. have a subject of my photo. Yeah. And uh, there's still stuff on my Instagram. I've never taken down that is guilty of that. There's just no subject. It's pretty, yeah. it's nice colors, no subject. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a thing that I think just adds to the photo and also gives the photo, you know, perspective, depth, story to it, you know. Oh, and, and one of one of my sins I'm still very, very guilty of on a regular basis is not having a foreground. You know, because yeah. because I like the detail stuff, because I like the macro yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, when I'm not shooting macro, you know, I'll frame something up and, and then I'm like Right. I need a foreground. I need just something yeah. to anchor the depth of the image. Yeah. Um, not just depth of field, you know, which is a focusing issue, but just, yeah. you know, the, the real life three-dimensional space that I'm in. Uh, yeah. Where am I staying? You know, where's, where is my subject in, in real time, real space? And uh, yeah, it's, it's, but you know, I'm better at it today than I was a year ago. Just practice, practice, practice. That's the thing. Like that's why that's people just got to tell themselves. It's like, you're going to be better a year from now. Right. And like a year from next year, you're going to be better too. So you're always constantly like improving. Cause I just think they're just, I don't know. Like sometimes I find that like there's too much pressure for people trying to get like the hero shots and the banger photos for Instagram. And to me, it's like, well, you know, it, it could happen, but maybe it won't, but you still need to kind of enjoy the process where I think that's where people kind of miss Sometimes it's like the process. Cause I think sometimes we're just, we just get very impatient, you know? Yeah. That's what I use Twitter for is my, my B roll. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff that I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I took the photo. I I'm glad I made the attempt. It didn't turn out the way I, I thought it yeah. would in my mind. I'll throw that on Twitter. I may not put it on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make Instagram a little slightly more curated than my Twitter feed. Sure. Sure. But isn't like, doesn't like just like sending it, like posting like your B photos. I think that's, Especially when you know what you could have improved on, it could help so many other people, right? Because like, hey, look, I could have done this, I could have done that, I could have done this, and people can learn from it and say, okay, I can apply that to my own approach. Well, right? well not only that, not yeah. not that I'm a social engineer, but there, there's a lot yeah. being written and a lot being talked about when it comes to, you know, you know, especially the youth, and they look at Instagram and they think it's real life because people are yeah. only posting their A plus material. Only the good stuff. Yeah, only the good parts yeah. of my life only. make it online, and so yeah. I've made a conscious decision yeah. that you know what, I'm I'm going to put up the crap. I'm going to put up the B roll. It's it's yeah. there. You can find yeah. it. Um, yeah. I got an Apple Pencil for my birthday, and yeah. uh, so I'm just learning to sketch using you know an app I downloaded, and I don't yeah. care if it's good or if it's terrible. It goes up. Because yeah. you know what, in in five years, when it's like, hey, remember when you posted this? I'm be like, yeah, yeah, I do. And now look at what I'm posting today. So yeah. make fun of it all you want today. I know it's crap, yeah. or yeah. I mean, you know, sub, you know, subjective for. And when I say crap, understand what I mean is, to me, the definition of success is what did I intend with this photo? Yeah. So if I'm aiming for X Y Z and I get T U V, even if T U V is fantastic. It's not what I actually intended. And therefore, 
that's a failure to me. So yeah. if I intended a photorealistic sketch and I miss, even if my sketch is, you know, good. Oh, I think we uh, dropped Wes there for a second. I'm sure he'll be back in a second. We'll be back in two minutes. You're on a roll. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're on a roll. <laughs> I do loved well. it. And I'm like, oh, is it my internet or his internet? I'm not sure yet. I'm like, oh, it's his. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Oh, no worries. We were talking about posting the B-roll and making and um, making sure that you're posting like also like your mistakes, right? So I think that's where we're kind of like left off there. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I'm not selling my art, so yeah. Uh, you know, if if. I'm when I when I'm proud of a photo, up it goes. If I'm not proud of a photo, okay, yeah. up it goes. And yeah. uh, I don't know where exactly you lost me. But I was talking about you know my definition of success when definition it comes to sketching or a photo. It's uh, yeah. it's really you know versus what I intended. And, and sometimes I nail it, sometimes I capture it uh, on my Instagram. Yeah. And whenever people are like uh, you know I want to show my favorite photos, other than the photos of my kids, obviously they jump to the top. Yeah. I've got these great photos. So near my house, along the Etobicoke Creek, where it goes underneath uh, yeah. some of the some of the roads, there are colonies of spiders, and we're talking thousands of spiders. And they make some of the most intricate web designs. Yeah. And uh, right, right, you know, the the street lights that are underneath the road. A lot of the times, the yeah. spiders are crawling across those. Now, it is insanely difficult to shoot your camera into one of those lights. Yeah. And so I might take 30 photos to get one, one spider actually showing up. That's not completely overexposed, yeah. but when I get those photos, they just look fantastic and they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're super creepy, super moody. Yeah. And, uh, but it, it is, it, it's trial and error. And every year I go and uh, th this particular year, they haven't set up any interesting webs yet. So I got to give it another couple months, uh -huh. but uh, around yeah. late August, early September, uh, when, when the webs are really intricate and they, you know, there's a couple uh <laughs> corpses in there sure. uh, like i say you get these just like thousands of spiders now if i said to my wife yeah come with me and, and hold some uh hold the reflector or hold the spotlight yeah. uh, as i take photos with thousands of spiders Jeez. it's not a chance in the world you she's coming it? with me she, she no. no she will not absolutely uh but you know what and a lot of people are afraid of spiders so maybe that's not your thing maybe you think those are the dumbest photos on the planet but i'm yeah. capturing exactly what i intend to capture yeah so that to me successful photo yeah, I think I think I think I think there's a lot of power to that because a you're documenting your own growth, 
as a creative, as a photographer, and also B, the fact that you're sharing it also just like, like I said earlier, just helps other people with their own approach because, you know, we're kind of all in this together and we all start from zero and we just kind of grow as we grow. But I think there's a lot of power to that. There's a lot of power. There's a lot of confidence in terms of a lot of confidence in terms of posting like your beat, like your B stuff instead of your A stuff. Cause not everyone does that. Right. So. Yeah. And, and listen, uh, when I, when I was first introduced to the concept of intentional camera movement photography, I was just absolutely beside myself. Like, what are you talking about? That's insane. You know, it's just blurry messes. Um, But when, when you actually look into it, I mean, you know, and, and you realize that a lot of it is, you know, this is a photographer's equivalent of abstract painting. Mm-hmm. And, and you really look through some of the galleries of, you know, ICM photography, there, there's some really beautiful, beautiful stuff out there. Yeah. But again, I never would have come across any of it no. if people weren't posting their own B stuff. It yeah. just never would have come up because, um, you know, for, for my aesthetic, for my taste, it's very difficult to create really, really beautiful ICM photography. But when yeah. it happens, it, it, it can be quite stunning and quite beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, it's, you know, the, the diversity of styles, the, the diversity of artistic expression um, is, is in and of itself beautiful. And so what yeah. what you may think is is your B shot, yeah. maybe to my my sense of personal taste, yeah. and my personal aesthetic, maybe for me, that would be an A shot. I'm like, what, yeah. why are you calling that a B? So yeah. don't prejudge your own work and the, and the reception people are going to have. We do it all the time. We do it all the time. We are our own worst Chris. We're just talking offline about having imposter syndrome. And I think you know, we just, we're just, we're just our own worst critics. We just never think we're good enough. And I don't think it, I don't think that kind of like the imposter syndrome ever really goes away. I think it's always going to be there. Um, you just need to find ways to kind of push through it. Right. Because I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know why we get it, but we get it. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is, but it's just part, it's just, it just, it's just part of the gig, you know, just part of like what, like what we signed up for. I, I think it's societal. I think it starts very, yeah. very young. Um, you know, in school, you try out for the team and you either yeah. make it or you don't, right. but no one necessarily taps you on the shoulder and says, you know, Hey Wes, I saw you try out for the cross country running team. Yeah. You didn't really make it, but that doesn't mean you can't just run for the fun of it. Yeah. You didn't yeah. make the football team. That doesn't mean you can't play fo- flag football with your friends just for the fun of it. Yeah. You know, That's so if mm. some people have that person in their life who taps them on the shoulder and says, you can do things just for the enjoyment of doing them. Yeah, just you don't have to be Lance Armstrong to enjoy riding your bike. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be Tony Hawk to enjoy riding a skateboard. Yeah. Um, you know, no one, no one's going to tap you on the shoulder and say, you don't need to be any Leibowitz to enjoy taking photos. Yeah. But let me be that person. You don't have to be any Leibowitz to enjoy taking photos. Yeah. You can yeah. just, maybe no one else ever likes a single photo you take. Yeah. If you take a photo that you like, and you achieve what it is you intended to achieve with your camera that day, that's a beautiful photo. Take it, frame it, have it be the background on your phone and just enjoy the hell out of the art you created, even yeah. if no one else gets it, you know? You're, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, is that, is that how you kind of deal with it? Just, just in terms of just having that kind of like mindset of like, this is just what I want to do. Like it's, it, it, it's, it's an intentionality uh, practice yeah. of mine because I, I have, I have the imposter syndrome. I, I have it yeah. very you know, strong on some days. It's weak on others, but it, it is always there. So I have to take that deep breath and remind myself it's yeah. okay to be a hobbyist. It's okay to yeah. just do this because I enjoy doing it. Yeah. Um, I, for instance, you know, I, I ride in the Enbridge Ride to Conquer Cancer every year. It was my eighth year. Um, yeah. In fact, it was probably my last year. Yeah. And so I took my camera uh, with me and I took about, 40 photos i saw some on your ig and when i got home and i put my memory card in uh, my my telephoto lens had a very dark black hair in it oh no and 30 of my photos have this very dark squiggly line down the middle of them not completely wasted and and be it's because i was just i'm out riding my bike i i switched my lenses didn't blow them out with my little air thing like i know i'm supposed to do and sure enough all my photos, well, not all of them, but you know, the vast majority of them completely unusable, but yeah. you know what? doesn't matter. Like I don't regret having taken those photos. I, uh, I pulled my bike off the path. I stopped in some beautiful parks along the waterfront. 
I still enjoyed the process, even though the end result didn't turn out. And uh, that's going to be true wh whether your thing is cooking. You know, not every batch of cookies turns out. Doesn't mean you don't deserve to bake. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not sure. every time you go for a ride through the country are you, are you going to see a deer on the side of the road. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy the ride through the country. Yeah. So, yeah, it is, like I say, it's, it's, a, it's a practice that I have to... Uh, you know, I'm better at it sometimes than others, but just take that deep breath and just say, I, I'm here to enjoy my hobby. And yeah, yeah it, it's great when it all works out. It's great when I have an end product that not only am I proud of, but I get that external validation because other people are like, wow, great photo. And yeah. listen, it makes you feel like a million bucks. I don't deny it. Um, and, and sometimes when people look at your photo kind of funny and you can tell they're just being polite, it does yeah. kind of hurt your feelings. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, but even in those situations, I can say, yeah. But, but I still have the memory of, of being in that situation, taking that photo, you know, like I love tinkering around in, in Lightroom. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've got some new books from the library. I'm, I'm trying to learn more about Photoshop. I, yeah. I just like the process of, of hunkering down with my computer and learning this technique, that technique. Um, and yeah, it's, endless. It, 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 endless. it's the process. It never stops. Now you got, now you got a, a, AI coming. So mm -hmm. it's already here. So. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, if, if all you want is technically perfect photos yeah. on, on your phone, on your computer, just wait five years and, and just tell, tell AI what you want a picture of and you, it'll create it for you. Yeah, I know. You know if it's just the end game result game. you care about, sell your camera. Yeah. You, you got to enjoy the process. And one of the things yeah. I like to do with that meetup is I was surrounded by people who were there to enjoy, who, who enjoy the process. Uh, at least the vast yeah. majority of them seem to. Um, and, I, you know, I, I, I've never really done any work with models. I mean, other than my kids who I make uh, strike poses for me. Uh, and so, you know, to, to meet people on that side of the industry who are, you know, professionally the subject of photos and get their perspective right. and watch them enjoy the process or not enjoy the process. And, uh, yeah. you know, so you, I learned about my craft from the feedback that they were giving me yeah. uh, in executing their craft. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a great side that uh, I, I was happy to learn from and about. And uh, gonna, I, I've signed up for more of the meetups. I don't know if you got notices of them. Yeah, yeah, I got them. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be... I'll be, I'll be out to them. I think, um, you know, I think what you said about that, just, you know, it's okay just to have fun. I think sometimes we, we lose sight of it's okay just to have fun because I don't know, sometimes it's, we always feel like we're in, we're in like competition with other people just to do as good or do better. And I think, um, you know, sometimes it's okay just to have fun and like not worry about like the end result. I think, I think sometimes we get lost in that a little bit, you know? So I think oh, that's yeah. a point that you made. And it's fantastic to be inspired. I mean, listen, yeah. doing a podcast, I'm sure you look at Joe Rogan's podcast numbers yeah. and yeah. you think, yeah, it would be great to have Joe Rogan's numbers or Mark Maron's numbers or, yeah, you, know, you know, name a, name a really influential uh, yeah. podcaster. But that doesn't mean you don't turn your camera on. Of course you well, do. Yeah. Like to me, it's like, you got to want to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. And listen, there, there are it. listeners out there. I guarantee who will listen to this podcast who have absolutely no interest in listening to Joe Rogan's podcast or, yeah. you know, any of the other examples that I used. Um, yeah. I've got, uh, who, who do I have on my podcast list? You know, Conan O'Brien. I love his sure. Conan O'Brien needs a friend podcast. Yeah. Uh, Ologies by Ali Ward. I don't know if you know that right. one. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but there are some that, you know, like the, the true kind, the true crime podcasts that everybody seems yeah. to like. Yeah. I, it's not my personal thing. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that other people don't love them and, and other people don't enjoy producing them and making them. And so what? Wes Jackson's never going to listen to it. They're not at home losing any sleep over it. So why would I be at home losing any sleep over the fact that they're never going to look at my photos? Yeah. You know, know, it's um, it, it's hard to hold that mirror up to realize that, you know, everyone's just doing the best that they can. Yeah. And so are you. Yeah. And and just because your your paths will never cross, you know, don't take that personally. It's so yeah. easy to take it personally, and, and it feeds into so the easy. imposter syndrome. It's so you easy. Gotta, you just got to remind yourself, and just you know, make make it a soundtrack of your life that uh, yeah, I'm doing my thing the best I can, and so are you, and yeah, that's great, and yeah. just uh, pr proceed. Proceed. Yeah, I think you just need to, um, you know, like you said, do like do your best and just work with what you have at the same time. Because especially in photography, you know, the gear, the gear never ends. I mean, there's always something to get. There's always something to buy. And I think 
we use it as an excuse not like not to do like not like not to take the photo and i think just take the photo with 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 whatever you got because it's in that kind of discipline is where you're going to learn stuff right instead of just kind of thinking i can't do it you know i only oh. got my phone i'll just use your phone right like it is it is what it is well i mean look you can go to the library and get you know the 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 entire collection of Annie Leibovitz, you know, I picked one up, yeah. um, which is why she's top of mind as we're having this conversation. Right. She didn't have a mirrorless camera. No. And those yeah. photos, those photos hold up. Uh, That's what I mean, right? You know, uh, so many photos in history, they're just so beautiful and you can just look up, you know, the best photos from 2000, the best photos from 1990, the best photos from yeah. 1980. You're going to see beautiful, beautiful photos that weren't taken with half the technology no. that your entry-level cameras today have. Yeah. And you just have to remember, it's not about, it's not the camera. It's 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 the, it's the photographer and the story that they're going to tell. Yeah, Everyone has their own story and everyone has a story to tell. And mm -hmm. whether it's uh, my story, your story, you know, when I'm trying to tell your story, my photographs will fail. Yeah. If I'm trying to copy you, if I'm trying to uh, be the next whoever, I will probably stumble and fall and fail. And um, so, like I say, there, there's that distinction of what I said earlier, but it, it's great to feel inspired by people. It's great to learn from people. But at the end of the day, it's all about taking the things that you learn from them and, and, and asking yourself, how do I use that? to be better yeah. at telling my story yeah. and, and expressing my vision. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I think that's big. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's a great point. I mean, like, what do you, like, what is your story? Like, what, like, what are you trying to do? Like with your photos? Are you trying to tell like a longer story? Are you trying to tell like story, like short stories? Like, is there, is there a goal with like, with like, with like, with your photos in like, in like the long run? Uh, so I, I don't have, um, a big story to tell in, in terms of, you know, what I'm doing. I, I try when I'm, when I'm composing photos and editing them to find the story and the story I I've decided in the long run that when it comes to photography, story is not the right word for, for my process. Yeah. Okay. What, what I'm trying to, to do with photos is bring out what it was that made me stop and want to take that photo. Okay. Right. So right. whether it's, you know, the, the beauty of a flower, I mean, that's not a story as that term is usually used, at least yeah. by me. Um, yeah. I'm not telling the story of flowers by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Uh, but one of the photos that's on, on my Instagram, you'll see it. It's just, it's, it's a white flower and there's yeah. a little ant inside the flower and, and he's, he's crawling up the stamen of the flower. Okay. So it's not an intricate story, but the photo captures just this little ant crawling up the inside of a flower. Yeah, that just caught me because here's this little ant like he, he's just he's working, you know, he's doing his thing. He's gathering food, you know, to, to express that as a story. It's kind of a lame story. Ant crawls up flower. Right. Okay. okay. But when I think of it as, you know, what made me stop and take that photo? It was mm -hmm. just the thought of this like little worker ant. There he is completely oblivious to the six foot four man with this, you know, expensive yeah, yeah. piece of technology. Yeah. I don't exist for this little ant. I, I don't. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just background noise to him. So yeah. um, that that's, you know, I, you know, I tried to make sure the ant was in focus. The flower's a little bit out of focus. There's the contrast yeah. of the black and white. Right. And so that's what I was trying to bring out. Um, so I focus on that versus the story. Um, Interesting. I like that approach. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it can be a lot. It, it can be a lot of pressure to say, you know, what story am I trying to tell? Yeah. And it's like, you know, trying yeah. to say, well, I, I, I have to write a 600 word essay, you know, versus just, you know, have you ever yeah. seen this thing on the internet, the, the six word stories, no. a lot of them are horror no, stories or, or a lot it. of them are just, okay. So uh, there was a challenge, write a six word story. Uh, the saddest okay. one ever is baby shoes for sale. Never worn. Oh, wow. Six words. Tell right. a story, not a happy yeah. story. Yeah. But you know, it, it takes, it takes. And so there, there's a whole now, genre on the internet of six word stories yeah and some of them are really really interesting um and and that's kind of like what photography is mm. you know a picture tells a thousand words well stephen king's famous most famous books aren't a thousand words long by any stretch of the imagination oh. uh he'd run out of book before he 
before he ran out of words. So, yeah. you know, you have this very limited type of story that you can tell. Now, um, if you're if you're if you're covering news coverage, you know, street photography is a great way to capture a story that's unfolding or a right. moment from the story. You know, you, you think about the famous the World War Two photo, the sailor and the woman in the street and they and yeah. they're kissing and, and yeah. a photographer was there and captured that. You know, that captures kind of like a moment in time, which sort of imports a, imports a story into the photograph. Yeah. You got to be at the right place at the right time for that kind of stuff. You know, oh, and that, um, it doesn't always just happen because you're out happening, happening to be walking out with your camera. Um, so there are, you can put yourself in places, you can put yourself at bus stations, union station, uh, yeah. the distillery district at Christmas time, where right. stories are happening all around you. You can be there to capture them. That's all fine and dandy. But uh, mm -hmm. like I say, at the end of the day, I, I try to take that pressure off me of telling a story and just try to bring out in the editing process, what was it that made me stop and take this photo? And that mm. approach to me has been, has been helpful. Um, That's now, interesting. when I go to things like meetups, yeah. I am more, I have it in the back of my mind, okay, uh, look for the stories that might be around me. And, right. uh, and there's, there's a book you can read chapters, you know, it's called the, you know, the storyteller's workshop approach to photography, right? And the, the, you know, the different approaches you can bring when you're out shooting to try and find the story. But again, I try not to focus too, too much on that approach. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that. I like that approach. I like that approach a lot. Actually. It's quite good. I mean, it's very simple, which I like. Yeah. And, and, and again, I, I just believe in the process over time that is going to lead to uh, more photos, better photos. And uh, so far, yeah. you know, I've definitely gotten better photos <laughs> today versus, uh, you know, one year ago, five years ago, 10 years yeah. ago, as you go, yeah. Uh, yeah. as you go back in time on my feed. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you mind if I share your feed at all? Maybe you can pick out a couple of photos that you, that you like. Uh, okay. So here's, well, no, I, can share here. I can share it here. I'll share it here on the screen here. You see it? All right. I don't know. Okay. So, go oh, right there. Go back. Go back. Go. Go to. Go to the picture of just my dog's eyes. Get down a couple rows. Right there. See him there. There's my dog, Sirius. So, <sighs> again, this photo doesn't tell a long story, but my dog has very soulful eyes. Yeah. And he likes to sit on the couch beside me and just wow. stare at me while I rub his belly. And that's that look of, you know, dad, rub my belly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I love that photo. Um, so scrolling down on my feed about, you know, two or three rows below, you'll see a color photo. That's my other dog. He's the puppy. He's Skittles. <laughs> so if you go to Starbucks, you, you can ask for a pup cup. They'll give you a little cup with whipped cream. Oh yeah, stuck his this. face right in there. Yeah, you know, is this a huh? technically fantastic photo? No. Have no. I pulled the weed out from uh, the the bottom of my front door? No. no. Did, did I put out a fresh mat? No. But <laughs> I love this photo because when yeah. I look at it, yeah, all I see is my puppy skittles. Now, if you go to the next very next photo, just right click over to the rose. Oh wow. You know, this to me, and this is what I love about black and white photography, the, the contrast, the faded yeah. out background. Yeah. That to me is a, is, is it was a harder technical photo to take. And I've had lots of people comment on this photo. Um, but I like it, you know, what it, it either is going to resonate with you or not. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th this photo for me pertains to, you know, some very sad events in my life. Mm -hmm. That's what it conjures up for me. That's what I was trying to bring out in the, in the editing process. Mm -hmm. And to me, I rank this photo as one of my most successful photos because I achieved exactly what I was intending to achieve right. when I took it, when I edited it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, all right, Interesting. So Interesting. Where's the rest of my feed here? Uh, so the very next photo um, was one of the models at the meetup. And uh, this was a photo that, you know, she basically asked me to take the, the pose was okay. her idea, uh, the, everything about it. And again, I, I, I think I achieved very, very much what we were after. Um, yeah. and, and it kind of tells a story. 
again, it's her story. She's the one who composed it and, and modeled for it. Um, and, and you sort of, cool. but, but analyzing it from a story perspective for me doesn't resonate so much as I was trying to capture the colors. I was trying to capture yeah, that sort green, of the dress. look in her eyes, the dress, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the sort of, uh, yeah, you know, you kind of pick up a vibe from it. So, mm. um, Again, again, my approach of bringing out what it is I was hoping for, uh, sort of better. So if you scan forward about, I don't know, 12 or 15 photos, you're going to get to one of the sketches I was talking about. I like this one a lot, by the way. Oh, him? Yeah, he's... I like this one a lot. He's... <laughs> uh, I, I attach the word natural. I, I have no idea how long he's been modeling. Yeah, um, but I basically explained, I have this vision in my mind. He's like this. I was like, <laughs> there's no follow-up direction. Like he, he just, I don't know if he was reading my mind or if he, yeah. he kind of had the same thing in mind when he walked into that room. Yeah. Um, now on in Lightroom, the the colors yeah. do pop a little bit more. There were some compression issues when I put it on Instagram. That's one right. of the things I'm still learning is how to uh, how to render things uh, out on the export side so that I don't lose uh, kind of any of the color or the brightness, but I'm, I'm yeah. even, even still, I'm happy with how it turned out even as rendered. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, so where are we here? Yes. Yeah, so I, I scroll through this, through this set. I like the one too, actually. Now I want to tell you a quick story about this photo. Yeah. Because um, I, I had proposed uh, something uh, let's just call it uh, sacrilegious <laughs> yeah. because I really, really liked the, the contrast of, you know, the LGB community right. who are, who are represented by this designer um, with this picture of, you know, a, a very religious woman literally clutching her pearls. And Ooh. it was suggested to me that, um, you know, fantastic idea. And I, I think uh, yeah. I might go back on, on a private basis Okay. And, and take the photo that I had sort of outlined, but in connection with this meetup and with the event, it was kind of, you know, keep politics out of it, um, which yeah. yeah, fair enough. You know, you, you do have to be respectful of, of the space and the people that you're working with. Um, but just, you know, and again, one of the things I like about black and white is, is, is contrast the idea of, of scan uh, of a little bit of scandal contrasted with a very, uh, iconographic yeah. uh, religious image uh, yeah, yeah. to me, I was just dying to take that photo. So I, I might go back, like yeah. I say, not in a yeah. meetup uh, venue and, and look at that. Um, yeah. So where are we in the feed? So four, five, six, yeah. another 10 photos or so. Another 10. Give or take. I like this one a lot too. The clocks. Oh my God. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that, that room is just fantastic for great, eh? I think I think it was the best room. I think it was the best room, man. There he is again. Yeah, yeah. Now this dress was a very, very colorful dress. And the model, when I took that photo and showed it to her, she was like, I never thought about taking black and white photos in this dress because it's a very colorful yeah. floral dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, it, it just, you know, it brings out her tattoos, brings out her personality. Yeah. Um, I, I think it, it, it enhanced her personality versus sort yeah. of uh, squashing yeah. it under the lack of color. Uh, she even said B&W turned out to be a nice surprise. Love this. Yeah, it's good. I like it too. Quite nice. I see that. Yeah, I think five more and you'll get to the sketch I made. Okay. There you go. Right there. Yeah. So this sketch ironically took me about 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Okay. But it did. But, it, you know, it's just, it's very impressionist. It's very minimal. Um, and, you know, it is far from perfect. And I don't profess to have any sketching ability. Um, yeah. But there's just something about it that I like. Now, someone else is going to say, yeah, I don't get it. I don't even understand what you're, what you're trying to do. Yeah. Oh, well. You know what? Uh, a year from now, when when I'm I'm better at the Apple Pencil and and better at the Sketch Program, uh, maybe I'll look back at it and say, "What was I thinking?" But for now, uh, I'm I'm quite happy with it. You know, it brings me joy, even if no one else. That's all that. Now matters. the next two photos, 
are Toronto Sunrises. Nice. And these are captured uh, from the top of Chinkuzi Hill in Brampton using a uh, 300 uh, millimeter zoom lens. Okay. And uh, this is, other than the vignetting, it's all done in camera. Mm. Um, And if you go... Uh, was that was that bird on purpose or by accident? Uh, well, I mean, there were just birds in the sky generally. <laughs> um, so one more photo. So this photo, uh, you're this one here? Yep. sunset, sunrise. That oh, was right. taken, I think, at five thirty in the morning, just okay. outside Pill Memorial Hospital. Okay, and. Uh, You'd be surprised the number of people who are, are smoking on bridges above railway <laughs> railway oh, lines yeah. at five thirty in the morning. Yeah, right? I couldn't believe it. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Really? There was like five other why? guys up there. They're all just up there smoking. Yeah. I don't know why they met there. <laughs> I think I don't think they liked that I was there with a camera. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. So yeah, so you know, you know from there. Um You'll get into some stuff. Uh, where are we here? One, two, three. So two more photos. You'll see a, a realtor friend of mine by the name of Parth. Uh, this staircase oh. is in the old shoe factory by the Brampton Go Station. Mm. And I want to go there with some professional models. Yeah. Because it's a fantastic staircase. Uh, that whole building is just fantastic. Uh, cool. But Parth just happened to be there. And I was like, do you mind if I just take your photo real quick? <laughs> so I'm using this photo to show to the people that I want to come and model there. Right. Um, to say, like, this is kind of what I have in mind. You'll stand a little bit differently. You'll be dressed a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah. uh, but are you, are you willing to come out and do some uh, trade for print work with me? <laughs> yeah, interesting. It looks like a cool place. Yeah, it is. It's really, uh, it's really, really nice inside. So one, two, three, four, five. Five photos from there. You're going to see an example of what I was talking about earlier. Just out walking with my phone, walking my dogs. This one? As I as I walk towards a street light, just have my phone in front of me. And oh. Selfie view. And as I walk in the light, just trying to capture some cool shadows on my face. Yeah, that's you know? cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's neat. Yeah. I dig it. It's uh, a new wrinkled selfie. I dig it. Yeah. Why not, right? It's like I say, if... You know, I'm not, like I say, I'm not blowing up to put it on the side of a building. I'm not yeah. selling books of yeah. black and white photography, and that's going to be one of the photos. But, uh, you know, as, as a hobby, and I love that this is from an online seller. Um, I was going to order that for, for Pride Month, and I actually just frankly forgot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to go back and order that. Um, free dad so hugs. Gotta love free it. dad hugs. You know, uh, This is cool. I like this. Yeah. I was uh, waiting in line to get into a TFC game and the, the clouds were just oh, going yeah. by the CN tower in a cool way. Kind of reminded me, give me, you know, return of the return of the, sorry, empire strikes back vibe yeah. where they're going yeah, to cloud yeah. city. Yeah. 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 And so that's just all done on a phone, you know, that's cool, um, man. I like it. Yeah. I dig it. Even stuff like this, the details, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was, um, ironically when the cherry blossoms were blooming okay. uh, in the park just south of downtown Brampton yeah that's not a cherry blossom obviously that's the photo I took uh, and the next you'll see the next photo is a cherry blossom um, but yeah just it, I how, how do I say this um, so yeah aiming the camera directly into the sun is always a challenge yes. but, but that's how I that's how I got that shot was I intentionally framed the sun behind, I think it's a weed. I don't know if it's ragweed, whatever the hell it is. Um, But yeah. Uh, Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, you know, walking around Toronto. Yeah. And uh, I I was trying to remember where speaker's corner was. It was right there. It was right there. And I looked up and I was like, that truck is still there since I was a high school. uh, It's still high school. it's still there, man. Um, yeah. It's, I don't know. Is it, it like, I don't I thought I saw a speaker's corner back, but it's more like online now. It's not an actual phone booth. Yeah. I don't know. But isn't that what Twitter is? Like a big speaker's corner? Like, <laughs> yeah. Pretty Royce, much. Yeah. Pretty Royce much. Familiar with the view bug. I, 
I'm familiar with the Viewbug website. Yeah, Roy. Are you familiar with the Viewbug website? No, what's Viewbug? I'll show you Viewbug. You can submit. Oh, photo contest. Yeah, I got it up here. I'll check that out later. Yeah. Yeah. Having the model hug the frame. I don't know what that means. Probably when you're going through your uh, through your stuff. Um, so what's yeah, like, so what, there, go ahead. There, just, just to respond to what he's saying, or one of the comments he made, you know, there there's a bit of a debate between uh, monochrome sensors versus, you know, you've got Photoshop. Why not just convert to black and white? Yeah. yeah. Um, I. Listen, I, I recognize the validity of both. I'm not trying to give a political answer. Um, but the, the reason I doubled down and bought a monochrome sensor camera is, you know, the, just the, the, the tones are just so beautiful. And yeah. uh, the, the camera that I bought is very analog. So your, right. your, your shutter speed is an analog dial. Your, um, your f-stop is an analog dial. Everything, even your ISO setting, when, when you get used to the sequence of buttons you have to press becomes very very analog and so i can manipulate all three sides of the exposure triangle in camera versus you know either my olympus or my camera you know you gotta you gotta put your camera down pull up the menu get to your iso settings or you gotta press this button to get to your iso settings what have you um it's Mm -hmm. it's for me it just it, it takes longer um and I'm sure, and I was having this conversation, I'm sure if I walked around with nothing but one particular camera for six months, I'd get so good at it, it would become second nature. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's not my job. No one's paying me to, to walk around and do that. So uh, <laughs> for me, it's it's not going to happen uh, in no. the near future. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, I, I do, I, I will use Lightroom to convert to black and white if I think. Yeah. Um, and, and listen, so, like I say, sometimes you've taken a photo looks great on the screen, you get it back, you throw it into Lightroom, and when it's actually up on your big 20-inch monitor, yeah. the flaws start to come out, right? Of course. And, and of course. sometimes, honestly, you can fix them by converting to black and white. You just basically erase what those flaws are, you know, some of the colors that don't pop the, yeah. way, the way they meant to, um, yeah. or things, you know, clashing colors, you know, you weren't paying enough attention to the background, and a background color is kind of throwing the whole image off. Yeah, you convert to black and white, it just disappears. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Um, there, there's a huge challenge in shooting people in black and white um, yeah. in that you, you really got to know your lighting yeah. um, because you can just lose entire people if you don't have the, the scene lit correctly. And I'm still learning. You know, I got some books on the subject. Okay. Um, a, a new trick that I've, I've learned from a book that I haven't practiced with yet is, you know, is getting a light behind your model shining backwards on the wall. Okay. And that's going to, it's going to throw the glow up and it's going to create a natural vignette. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to testing yeah. that out in my next. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, it's uh, not, not, you know, we, we spoke earlier about, you know, to become a fitter, better photographer, take a thousand photos. Um, you, there are shortcuts. You, you can, you can learn, you can read There are books at the library. You can download guides. You can watch tutorials on YouTube. Uh, just going through websites uh, again, I'll check out Viewbug, but there's, there's 500 PX there's guru, you know, which is like, you know, a yeah. photo contest site. Um, yeah. You can just browse iStock photos, you know, wh- whatever it is, just while you're doing it, try and figure out, it becomes a little game. It, it, try and figure out how did the photographer do that? How do they create that shadow? How do they create that effect? Without, and, without reading about it. Without reading about it. And think about it. Yeah. Yeah, every, every time I read an article, I then go back and I'll just spend you know, 10 minutes just browsing Instagram cool. going, I wonder if what I just read is showing up in what I'm seeing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one, one of the things, I'm trying to remember exactly how the author described it. Um, so it was, um, anyway, using your iPhone with the, with the panographic setting, right? Like, you right. scan half, then you actually just like stop and, and like models move and do this and do that and then change like and then keep going. And I was just like, yeah, I I never would have thought of that. But you, <laughs> you see these cool pictures of people playing chess with themselves. Right. And I always just look at those photos because, oh, there's twins. No. But now I, I watch this tutorial no. and I do. I'm like, 
I'm an idiot. It's not twins. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they know this trick that I never learned until just yeah. now. So yeah, yeah cool. so uh, cool. there's there's a couple of good accounts on Instagram that that are just dedicated to photography tricks and yeah, uh, which ones? In the trade and which ones? You uh, I'll never remember it when you put me on the spot. I might send it to you sure. in, in Messenger or I'll tag right. you in one of those photos. One of the cool yeah. things he did is really, really cool. They, they took a round mirror out to a field yeah. and then they, you know, they had the model kind of like this at the edge of the mirror and then they poured a bottle of water onto the mirror. So it looks like a reflecting pool. Ah, that's cool. Right. I was just like, that is that's so cool. cool. And so that's now cool. I, now when I'm at thrift stores or, you know, Tellies <laughs> or uh, whatever, I, I look for just like cheap, cheap mirrors that are size that I could carry with me out to the field. Cause I'm like, one yeah, of these days, I'm going to be up there with someone and I'll have a mirror in my car. Why not? Yeah. Right? You don't, yeah. yeah. Like you don't need fancy stuff to make cool shots. Like it'd be so simple sometimes, you know, like, exactly. And just so simple. Uh, so simple. Yeah. You, you know, find a reflecting pool. Yeah. Good luck. But if you have a bottle of water in a mirror, now you can just make your own. That's like, yeah. that's so, that's so that's, cool. That's it. Sometimes so it's, sometimes cool. it's the simplest things that make the photo really pop, you know, and I don't think, um, you don't need to spend all kinds of money on fancy gear and lighting and props. Sometimes you just need to go, sometimes you just need, you know, need to go to like, you know, Salvation Army or Value Village or like the dollar store and just like pick up something cool that could really kind of like make your photo kind of next level and just think creatively too, right? Like think really creative too about it. Yeah. And I, I say, I've seen some very cool photos, very cool shots on Instagram. Just, yeah. you, you'll see a model, you'll, you'll see them from the back, but they're in, uh, you know, they'd be like, six or eight different mirrors of different sizes. Right. So just capturing different parts of the room, different parts of the model's right. body that you don't see in the photo. Um, yeah. It just like creates really, really cool effects. And you know, what's a used mirror cost? Not a lot. You go to Ikea, yeah. you pick up some cheap mirrors and you can build yeah. yourself a little set like that. Now, again, I'm right. not doing this professionally. So I, I, I really, I slap myself on the wrist. I try not to go and spend money. I don't need to spend. Yeah. Um, but hey, just look for opportunities. You know, like I say, that where that meetup was, Vision Room, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. stuff like that. Um, just way, ways to push yourself. Um, just, yeah. yeah, just keep, keep your mind open to it. And just, like I say, if you're focused on the process, there's, there's so many opportunities out there to, to take new and interesting shots, learn new and interesting techniques. Maybe you try them once or twice. Maybe they're your thing. Maybe they're not. Like I say, yeah. I, I spent about a month on intentional camera movement yeah i think i got one shot that i will look back on in future years you know with a modicum of pride the rest are just kind of eh, you know they're there yeah. um yeah. but but I, I learned an appreciation for it whether i spent a lot of time doing it or not who knows yeah. doubt it but you never know um yeah. i still learned it and it, it was hey listen you know i i have more expensive hobbies you know i i can spend 50 bucks going to the movies and watch a movie i get two hours of entertainment about it yeah. i watch a youtube video on an intentional camera movement i got a month of entertainment out of it yeah so you know yeah. uh yeah you, you can spend a lot of money you can spend very very little money i i always like to analyze things as how many hours of entertainment did i get out of that dollar right right you know, and my camera has brought me like i say hundreds and hundreds of hours of entertainment so yeah time my financial don't tell my financial planner what I spent on it, but uh, yeah. don't, tell, don't tell. No, that's a uh, that's hush hush. Um, but yeah, I think you definitely got to be open to just open to everything and not be so closed. But and then, because I think sometimes we get stuck in our own way sometimes, and we just kind of like do our thing because that's the way we've always done it. But you know, I think it's really important just to be open to like different ways of doing things because that's when I think the magic can really happen. Because suddenly you're doing something you know you've never done before and. You never know what's going to happen when, like, when you do that, you know. So I'm glad you brought that up in terms of just, you know, being open to stuff. I think it's super, super important. I mean, it's e it's easier said than done, too, right? Because because we're all people and we all kind of like have we have our comfort zones, but being open is key, I think. Medium format triumphs. Oh, did we lose? Do we lose um, Wes again? Hope he comes back. Yes, right. Fire is not your trends. Exactly. I think Wes will come back in about two minutes. So uh, we'll follow this commercial break or something like that. Yes, right. 120 10 meter black and white film. Absolutely. 
We should get Kim here to sponsor this show one day. How about that? Wes will be back in two minutes. Roy, you want to come on and talk about something real quick? <laughs> Let me know. We'll bring you on. Oh, Wes is back. Wes, you're in a roll. Well, I, I do apologize. I don't know what's going on. Wes, you're in a roll. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the internet today. Yeah, it's just kind of like, I mean, we don't have a power out. It's not raining anymore. But anyway, I, no. I apologize for that. No. Um, hey, man. Hey, to me, it's not alive until something goes wrong. That's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes every show. Something happens. Something has to happen. Otherwise, it's not really a live show. Well, I'm in good company. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was interviewing Jane Fonda and lost her internet. So, um... Yeah, it happens, to, <laughs> it happens to the best of the best, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I was just saying how it's important just to like be open and to, you know, cause we got, we have, we have a coverage zone and we do things a certain way for a period of time. And, you know, it's not easy to change sometimes, but if you're able to change and be open to different ways of doing things, you never know what's going to happen. Right. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. You know, no, no one, uh, no, no one regrets the. What's that expression? You don't regret the things you failed at. You regret the things you didn't try. Something like that. Um, so yeah, you just got to keep growing and trying. And um, maybe your path is you decide that uh, it, it's not the hobby for you after all. Oh well, you learn something. Yeah. You know, cameras yeah. generally retain their value unless you drop them. Um, so <laughs> you know, I I encourage anyone who has any interest at all in it. Yeah. Um, you know, borrow a camera if you have to. Spend right. some time. Don't give up right away, you know, yeah. just because no one publishes your first ever photo. That's fine. What? what? You know, um, just, what? Uh, you know, just, just remember you, you're, you're, you're out there trying to express yourself the same way as if you're drawing doodling. Um, I've never read anyone who says, you know, I, I refuse to doodle on the side of my notebook because I'm, I'm not Picasso. No one says yeah. that. No so one says that. when, when people say, you know, I, I, I'm not a photographer because I'm not the best photographer ever. Yeah. If you enjoy taking photos of things, you're a photographer and yeah. just enjoy it from that perspective and, and allow it to be a hobby. Don't hold yourself to that kind of, you know, ultra professional standard. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. 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 You may, like you said, just... uh... Go ahead, sir. Oh, I just say you may, you may surprise yourself with, with some of the things that you capture. So, um, if you, if you ever, again, this is a Brampton reference, but if, if you take the Etobicoke Creek trail south of Steeles, you go underneath highway 410. And then after that, you go underneath highway 407 on your way into Mississauga. Right. And there's, uh, under one of the bridges, there's, a, uh, an encampment of, of houseless people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's graffiti everywhere. And, you know, some of the graffiti is really, really cool it's well done um and you know i'm not trying to encourage people to just go make a spectacle of it but um uh -huh. you know if if i had never ridden my bike that way because like i say i grew up in heart lake right. so my my instinct is to ride my bike north on the etobicoke creek trail up to mayfield right. and back if right. i'd never gone south you know i never would have seen it you know um mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. that trail goes south by the airport and there, there's a really cool spot where the path uh meets the 401 mm -hmm. and if you're ever on the 401 driving towards the 410 you, you see it right on the right hand side where the, where the planes come in yeah right yeah. at the base of the runway and this particular day i was cycling by there's like 30 people just standing there and, and the planes are landing like literally <sighs> above your head crazy and yeah you know, i wasn't going to sit there with my camera but you know I, I did stop and just sat and just watched a couple planes land because it's cool to watch you know the wheels come down and as it hits the ground and you can see it all there uh, and again i mean it sounds so simple but just being open to taking a different route on my bike right led to these just cool new experiences yeah you know and just yeah. having a camera is, is a is as good a reason as any to go for a hike come back with no photos you had a good hike you had a good hike. 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's, it's the simple things that really kind of have the biggest impact, you know? I mean, and they don't happen right away either. Sometimes, like, you're going to realize the impact like later on. It's like, oh, I'm glad I did that because now it led me to this. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't be here. And it could be like six months later. But it could be just a simple thing about going to a meetup. And all of a sudden, you met different people and now you're doing different things. And a year later, you got a whole different thing going on. So, yeah, which, which all stemmed from. A guy sort of met online, a guy by the name of Mike, saying, yeah, you meet my friend Brian. That's and a, I had the conversation exactly with Mike because yeah. he said, I'm taking my dog to the dog park. You have dogs. Want to meet yeah. in person? Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, so, yeah. uh, you know, Mike, Mike's a great guy. Gotten to know him over yeah. the last couple of years. Who introduced me to, who introduced me to, who introduced me yeah. to, brings me here. I'm talking to you today. Yeah. It's all fantastic. Exactly. It's uh yeah. It's really quite great. Um, we're, we're, we're up against the hour, Wes, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. So thanks again for doing this. I'd like to do it again sometime, too. I think we just scratched the surface. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure. Thank yeah. you so much. And uh, yeah, keep, keep, me in, uh, keep me in mind. If you ever want to uh, have another absolutely. chat, I will uh, look into what's going on with my internet uh, before yeah, our next no meeting. No worries. No worries. Um, people watching, listening, YouTube, Spotify, wherever this thing is, uh, go check out Wes. His handle is in the description. And, uh, you know, like what Wes said in like the meetup in the vlog, you know, just, you know, I asked him like, how, like, how did you approach his shots in the, in the meetup? It was like with, with curiosity and gratitude. And I think, I think that answer was like phenomenal to be honest with you. So, um, I think it's just a great way to live life in general, just to be curious and just to be grateful. It's not even about photography. It's just about like living life. I think it's a great, it's a great way to be, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a, what I find it's a great way to approach people. Yeah, because again, whether 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 it comes naturally to you or whether it's an intentional practice, just remind yourself: don't yeah. judge that book by its cover. Yeah, be curious yeah. about them. And I don't know if you're a big Ted Lasso fan that just wrapped, you know, the first right. season thing with people right. got to be curious. I know how to play darts. Yeah. If you were curious, you would have known. Yeah. And so watching that, just you know, it's it's one of the things that help bring it back into intentional practice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Great. Uh, you were curious with me. That's how we got to talk that day. And that's how we got yeah. to talk today. And yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So thank you so love much. It. I love the whole thing about it. Um, thank, thank, thanks again, Wes. And uh, hopefully we, uh, we'll do it again soon. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. We'll see you next time with another special guest. Have a great evening. Good night.